Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Welcome to Hale Varsity Radio, the voice of Husker Nation. Insight, opinion, expertise, with the biggest and best names talking Nebraska across the state. Join the show on Twitter at Hale Varsity and at Schmitz underscore radio. Call in at 402-466-ESPN or 1-800-825-5865. Here's Chris Schmitz. Back with you, Tower 2. It's Hale Varsity Radio, presented by Currency for all your equipment financing needs. Go Currency, Pride of Fairbury, NBC Sports. The Professor Bill Dolman in his study. With Chris Schmidt, Elijah Herbal, good to be with you. Billy D, what's going on? How are you? Uh, just uh, just hanging out high atop the second floor of Anderson Hall down uh, at the university campus, the College of Journalism and Mass Communications, where it's all happening. Is there a picture of me on your dartboard behind uh, your 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 office door? Uh, no, it's um, it's actually kind of in a uh, circular file <laughs> uh, in the uh, what we call the Pepsi Center, where you know sportscasting students are. Oh, that's where they throw. That's that works. That works. We were talking yard sale, and and that's not to diminish portal players, but it was a great analogy by Elijah. Did you ever pick up anything awesome, or did you lose something or sell something? Man, you you regret. You hear stories. At least I did from some of my my dad's buddies about how well I, I threw out all my baseball cards. Mom threw out my baseball cards. Well. Grandma Schmidt never tossed anything, so Dad had all of his baseball cards. But we're likening, man, some of those great gets you can find at a garage sale like Portal Editions. Well, how many people go by like you know portraits or pictures or mirrors for two dollars and immediately rip the back off them off, hoping that they're going to find like some tre- treasure trove of fifty thousand dollars or uncast checks from you know stock that uh, split a few years back. I see you um, also watch Antiques Roadshow, huh, Bill? I see that. <laughs> yeah, that's the story. It's always the story at Antiques Roadshow. I found it at a yard sale, ripped the back off, and there's this beautiful painting inside. Who's this Rembrandt guy? <laughs> yeah, or there was just old newspapers or something like that no my my, my uh, most recent yard sale um nightmare is that nobody bought my stuff when i moved from colorado so i had to bring it with me to lincoln so if anybody wants to buy some of my stuff still for sale you know that was that's the nightmares when you put it out there to and you got to bring it with you that's mm. the bad part about it see i helped bill uh, unload his u-haul when he came back to lincoln he, yeah, does, he, does, he does have some good stuff so go check it out if, 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 if you, <laughs> yeah right if you need uh, yeah. i think you had a nice little uh, a nice little card table that uh, that you had for uh, the uh the, the for sale as well as a uh, little living room set so bill dolman's got your stuff hit him up on facebook or something yeah 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 dude i left all my i left the uh the cosby sweater couch in south dakota in the infamous pink chair uh in uh in in south dakota 20 years ago i didn't i didn't haul that back but thoughts on this georgia connection bill we'll start there and it goes to fran brown and matt rule matt rule giving him a shot as a ga at temple 
that started with tickets to to, to Fran's peewee, you know, league football team. And he's like, oh, you're good at this. Why don't you think about becoming a coach? Kind of a discovery, so to speak. And, and Fran, his talent and recruiting ability speaks for itself with his college stops, now the secondary coach at Georgia. But that's the help right now. That's the common denominator with Nebraska and some of these guys that just for whatever reason didn't stay at Georgia. But, you know, it's, it's all about relationships in, in any business, but especially uh, in athletics and especially, I think, in this era of athletics, you have to have people that you trust and know people that your people trust, because right now, as we're finding out at the University of Florida, mm. that it's pretty hard to find people that you can trust who are going to come through with promises and, and follow through. Um, if, if And sometimes it's not the, you know, some big name coach at some big name institution. It, it is though. It's those, those people that you meet along the way of your journey, whether they're an athletic director who, you know, goes from the NAI ranks to division two to low level division one to, you know, major college job or a coach along the same way, or just an administrator is if you can make connections with and maintain those connections and maintain your character and develop trust with a lot of people, you know, it's going to help you out. And sometimes it's, it's going to be that high school coach that, you know, has a, a lengthy tenure at a school in Texas. I mean, that's, that's what we're finding out with Matt Rule. You know, he made relationships with longtime high school coaches who have good gigs down there or in other places around the country, and they trust their players with that guy, and that's how those pipelines develop. And if it's some unknown coach Nebraska fans may not know about, uh, Fran Brown, and he's the guy that's helping make that connection, and those players are seeing, you know what, uh, I think that's a great opportunity for me to go and grow at a great place, then I'm all in, and my friends are all in too. And it just is, it's a great thing, I think, that Mad Rule has those kind of relationships. And Bill, whenever we we had our reaction show to Matt Rule being hired, well, our take was generally that Matt Rule, maybe not the best guy in the cycle overall, but he's the right man for the right time at Nebraska. And in part, was because of those connections. It's because of his history of finding some guys that were diamonds in the rough and developing them, and really just his experience building a program up. And now, after a couple months on the job, the uh, the transfer portal cycle is just about to wrap up. The recruiting cycle is just about wrapped up as well. Are you seeing some of those things that we talked about whenever he was first hired in terms of him being the right guy at the right time for Nebraska? Uh, absolutely. Uh, I think we saw that. Uh, we talked about it last, uh, what was it, two days ago, about you know the trips to Arizona and the efforts being made with uh, you know Dylan Rayola and whether that pays off or not. Who knows? He may go to Oregon. He may go to USC. He may go to Georgia. But it's not going to be for a lack of effort. And I think that's one thing that, that Nebraska fans – on the field of play, in the recruiting battles, in the job that you do, Nebraska people just want you to do a an honorable job and put forth a great effort. And I think most people would agree that what Matt Rule and his staff have done is at least honored that. 
You know, they are working hard. We'll see the X's and O's developed in a, you know, a, a fake show spring game in a, in a couple of months. And then we'll see what's going on during fall camp and when the season begins in a, a long way from now. But right now, every I think every impression that they have made has been a positive one in terms of the way they've gone about their jobs. And they've worked hard. And Nebraska people respect that and appreciate it. Well, well Bill, you mentioned the spring game. And quickly, I, I want to get your take. You called it a, a fake show game. But do you think with Nebraska being over the scholarship, limit and what we'd assume to be guys in the spring <laughs> fighting for roster spots moving forward. Do you think that maybe we might actually a little competitiveness in the spring game this year? I, I think maybe we're the only people in Nebraska not on scholarship with that football program right now. And, and uh, asthma, if we were on scholarship, we would be, we'd be easy cuts. I'll tell you that right now. <laughs> well, it's going to have to be competitive. I mean, how else are they going to, to know who, as he says, you know, who wants to be here and play here and be a part of what they're doing. And if you're just going to, you know, show and go in spring ball and think that you have a job, that may not be the best approach. I I think we all know that some guys will be okay. Um, But I think there will be a lot of proving that, uh, you know, guys have to do not just during spring camp, but, you know, during winter conditioning. Uh, that's going to be a place where they're going to notice what the effort is like and and who's stepping forward and who are going to be leaders and who really wants to be here and be a part of this. So it's not just when practice begins and when that show goes on. Um, It's it's going on right now, i got to believe. Bill Dolman with us, Hale Varsity Radio, at Bill Dolman on Twitter is where you can follow the pride of Fairbury. Bill, you you referenced uh, what's gone on with Florida and the NIL. We'll get to some Husker hoops in a minute, but you've uh, spent a lot of time in the administrative side of things as well as the, the network broadcast side. So you've seen all different types of stories and heard lots of things, and we are in a, a new era of college football with NIL. And then you have a top 20 recruit, Jaden Rashada, uh, was going to go to Miami, got flipped to Florida, and uh, things did not move like they were supposed to at Florida, asked for his uh, scholarship release, and that was granted today. What do you think of this, this, this price tag, a $13 million where you got empty promises? I think it's happened more than, well, than, than you'd like to have happened, but I think it's happened at a lot of different spots. I mean, you've heard stories, and, and maybe they're rumors, but you just hear stories from coast to coast about some some blue bloods not following through with that initial offer. I think initially people thought, okay, if this happens, that means that, uh, you know, they were a few, um, few burritos shy of what was promised. Mm. And now we're talking about a few million dollars shy of what was promised. Um, I, I would imagine when they said, go ahead with this uh, NIL stuff, that they thought, yeah, there might be some times where there are some issues. This is a major, to me, this is a major thing. This may be, and, and I've said this all along, once, once the NIL came to be, that we're going to, we will start to hear in the next few years about college football unions, uh, college basketball unions, maybe a, a total union for collegiate athletics. Um, but that has to be right now being worked on by some attorneys somewhere that there will there will be a unionization of collegiate athletics and this may also be a time when as much as universities may not want to do it but they're going to have to face it are some of these athletes are athletes going to have to become employees of universities um and 
that completely changes everything. And if that's the case, then you got to start talking about long-term deals, I think. And I don't mean long-term in 10, 15 years. I'm talking like, you know, two or three year commitments to a university or whatever, instead of just signing a deal and then going whenever you want to go. And then you go get a better in, in professional sports. You have contracts. There are more rules and regulations in professional sports than there are in college sports. And if they become employees or you're unionized, there has to be some protection for those who are paying out the money that those kids are going to be there a long time. The coldest Crawford's first game as a at Nebraska is going to be in a Louisiana Tech uniform. And what did the business get for having him be their guy for a year when he didn't even play? There's got to be some protections at some point, but then also buyer beware. Mm-hmm. If you want to, if you want to do this and get involved in NIL, you might get burned by the coldest and company. Right? They're gone. Quinn Ewers in in Columbus, Ohio. But I think we're moving into a direction where there's going to be unionization. You've got to worry about fraud if you're an NIL that puts money out there on the table, then pulls it back. Um, I, I think this is really, really a big deal. I think there's a potential great, great fraud schemes you could be pulling from our point of view on NIL moving forward, not to put any ideas in anyone's wow. mind or not, but like Bill makes a great point. Like there could be schemes that, that trap these college athletes. I mean, you're talking 18 year old kids who are getting money they've never gotten uh, in their life before up to this point, And now you're going off to college and people are promising a lot of things. I think Bill just brings a great point of, yeah, there are going to be people, the fraudsters out here trying to take advantage of that moving forward. That's not really something I'd thought of. Bill, quickly, let's get into Nebraska basketball. Big uh, opportunity against Penn State. Survived against Ohio State. Survived shorthanded. And uh, assessment right now where Fred's got the program. Well, I think Nebraska's got 12 games left. And looking at the Big Ten, every team except for Minnesota and Purdue has five or six losses. A couple, I guess, might have eight or nine. I think Nebraska has to go seven and five the rest of the way to get to 10 and 10 or what would the 10 and 10 in big 10 play to be looking at in an it bit nine and 11 if they go six and six i'm not sure gets it done if they can go seven and five and stealing one on the road perhaps on saturday at penn state who shoots the ball well by the way 40 percent from three i think they don't turn the ball over but you know nebraska tends to win little slugfests and maybe that's what it'll be they've won their last two games at penn state but i think with with february they've got uh, five of their eight games are home if they can steal a couple on the road and protect the home court and go seven and five down the stretch, ten and ten gives them into postseason. That's fair. Are you on the side of deep, talented Big Ten, or it's Purdue and really everybody else? Yeah, I, I, I as much as you'd love to say it's just a great league and everybody's beating everybody up, I, I think you've got a bunch of club fighters right now beating each other up. Mm. The, the Big Ten is not as good as the as the Big Twelve. There's only two teams ranked. You know, it's it's Purdue and Rutgers. Yeah, Rutgers is Rutgers ranked. just and got everybody got knocked off by Michigan State. Six. Yeah, yeah, it's it's a strong middle, but there's one elite, and uh, you have Rutgers really is the the one team that's knocked off Purdue. We'll see how the rest of the league shakes out. Uh, Bill Dolman with us, and uh, can find Bill on Twitter at Bill Dolman. And uh, the Pride of Fairbury, NBC Sports. Billy D, we'll run you down this weekend. Do you have an upset pick real quick for the NFL weekend? I believe the Dallas Cowboys get revenge for Dwight Clark's catch 
40 years ago or whenever that was, I think the Cowboys get their biggest win of the year and knock off the 49ers in San Francisco, and then they'll pee down their leg in the NFC Championship game. I like that pick. I think that the Brock Purdy magic may be coming to an end. I want a, I want a Maher well. game winner. So both so both middle fingers can be so both middle fingers can be extended to the nation as he heads to the locker room from sixty uh, uh, yards out. We've had uh, Brendan in our our comments all week long saying he believes in the Jags against the Chiefs, and uh, it may just be Brendan against the world on that one. It it, it, it could be, it could be. Bill, thanks for checking in, brother. We'll uh, we'll see you this weekend. All right, boys. Go Big Red. All right, there he is. Good to hear from Bill Dolman. Brady Oldman standing by. We'll check in with him next segment. Uh, John, not feeling the uh, the yard sale. John, to your point, yeah, you don't want to give away an Ernest Ousman. Totally agree with it, but I, I think what we're trying to get at, bud, and thanks for listening, is finding that treasure versus giving away that treasure. Mm. Right? You go find that, that difference maker. Uh, via the portal. But yeah, Houseman's man, uh, that, that's that's no good. The yard sale find of all yard sale finds. Big time. Michigan's going to love him. Brady Altman's on the way. It's Hale Varsity.